Hey, welcome Brown Bag Bets, Daily Show, Gambling, Betting, Sports, whatever. Been drinking already this morning, doesn't matter. Noops is out. Uh, Matt is in Iowa or some god-awful place. Not sure he's out today, so it's just me and producer Dan. But fun week, not only a major week, but we have new guy on the squad. And I bet some of you know Connor. Like, he's around the gambling Twitter streets. He's, you've seen him. I don't know if anybody watches Move the Line. You probably, you've watched at least two episodes of Move the Line because I've been on there a couple times. Like, there's a, there's some worthwhile episodes of that once in a while. So, big football guy, big, uh, I don't know, what else What else are you gambling on right now? Is it just football? Yeah, are, right are now, you fully, I mean, fully pivoted. Yeah, I tail some of your guys' golf stuff. Uh, you know, I, I do some – I go pretty heavy on March Madness. Uh, like, But, yeah, this is kind of like the dead period for me where I tail people who know about the sports that are going on, but I don't do any of my own research on anything that's going on right now. Yeah, we, we joked around about that a little uh, earlier in the week because I, I moved money around – and it's always just like, hey, there's a 30% crypto bonus, five-time rollover. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I was moving some sums where it's like, I would like 30 extra percent just for taking money from one book and putting it in another. So I've just been betting base, my face off with any baseball I can. I'm like, I'm just going to try to break even with some other people's baseball and get through all these rollovers. And I've done it. I am through. I made it through. Really? like a, a sadistic amount of rollovers at four different books. So we're there now I can, but now I'm addicted to betting baseball every day. So I'm, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> what do you bet? Like, like pitcher props or do you bet uh, run lines or just everything? Oh, I just tail a couple people. You know, okay. I'm just like, these are people that are getting good enough numbers. If I can get their numbers or better, I'll probably like break even as the worst case scenario. I'm probably up. I'm up on baseball over the last few weeks, just with some just sides and totals, nothing fancy. I do wow. bet some, I do like some props. I like K props, but uh, yeah, Drew and I, we did a baseball episode or a props episode and we talked about it a couple weeks ago and it was, we were going to come up with some props to bet. Mine was going to be home run bets, which would have just been horrible <laughs> because the ball is dead. Like, the, or you know, maybe not the ball is dead, but just the, the humidity hasn't been up and a combination of this, that, and the other thing. There aren't any home runs compared to previous years. So the prices for yes are probably horrid. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you're, you're, yeah. I think you're right. You know, the ball, the ball has is dead, and they don't know like which part from like park to park, which yeah. which ones they're using the dead ball and which ones they're not. So uh, it really messes with the hitters too because they have no idea what what ball it is. So they hit a ball that they know in their heart of hearts is going to be a home run in most places, and then it just dies. And like you said, yeah. I mean, the weather finally starting to get warm. At least here in the Northeast, we're finally starting to get some some warm weather. So I'd imagine we'll see the, some home runs starting to get hit, but yeah, that probably not your would not have been your best way to yeah. go. No, for sure. But uh, it's funny too. Drew and I will be doing some football next week as we've had just a mismatch of every other kind of sport. We've talked hockey, soccer, tennis, baseball, basketball, plenty of basketball. Just horse haven't racing. had much horse racing. We haven't had much football, which. It's just there's there's that little bit of a dead period between the draft and when you actually start firing. And now everyone's got regular season win totals. All the props are up. Uh, player season long player props are up. And I guess I haven't even got to sit in in a meeting with you yet, Connor. What are you gonna What are you gonna do here? Like, is um, there uh, are you? Do you got big plans? What's What's gonna happen now that you're full time employee of Bet Media 
and technology group. Yeah. I, so I'm running social for four for four. Um, you know, I didn't realize how many tweets we were sending out per day, but it's a pretty, yeah. that's a pretty hefty undertaking uh, as is. And then getting uh, up like a lot of our betting tools and tables, like writing text for that. And then uh, just kind of cranking out content and, you know, kind of finding a, a good direction for us to keep uh, getting some people in the discord and, and making winners there, you know? So I think that we, we're at a, a good spot right now, but you know, I mean, we're way ahead of where we were last season. So I'm feeling good about that. Yeah, no, we had a, you missed that. Or maybe you were in the big, big meeting last week, but yeah, the four for four doing good this year. <laughs> not that, not that like you ever did bad, but four for four is doing well. It's exciting to see how many people are in that damn discord. This I'm getting to learn discord. I'm glad I'm glad we had to learn discords because the ones the one Slack chat I really loved moved over to Discord. So now I'm now I'm a little more uh, used to things. So what the just move the line is going to be regular now? You're back to every week or what's Yeah, we're going every Wednesday. Me, uh, Noonan, and uh, John Daigle uh, just kind of chopping up some of our favorite bets. We just recorded a show last night um, looking at the the schedule, strength of schedule from a few different perspectives like rest win totals, things like that. Uh, and, uh, you know, I had a few good takeaways. I thought that'll be pretty useful uh, in the season. What's just, just to give a taste, what is one good thing from the schedule that kind of you guys kind of took away from it once you kind of were able to analyze everything? Yeah. I mean, there's, I guess one big thing for me is that the chiefs just have played an absolutely brutal schedule, like the hardest strength of schedule by opposing win totals in the league for sure. I mean, just even before like their start of the season is Arizona chargers, Colts, bucks, Raiders, bills, 49ers. Uh, I mean, they, even with them losing some pieces as well. Like, I just think that they are really in a tough position to continue winning 10 and a half win total. Uh, they also have a back to back to back road game scenario after that. Uh, and they're Cincy and Denver in that back-to-back road game. And then Houston's at the tail end, but still it's, I mean, they are really set up to fail here, even if they have like kind of a, a you know, good year, all things considered with their roster. So I guess that's, that's one takeaway for me. That was just not, they're really going to be in a tough position this year. Yeah, that's the funny thing about shitty teams in the NFL. It ain't Citadel. You can't just write it like, Hey, Bama's going to win this game or, you know, a mm-hmm. big 10 team, probably going to beat a low-end MAC team in the preseason or whatever you want to call it before the the conference schedule. Like, even the worst teams in the NFL, like, those games turn into coin flips in a hurry Mm -hmm. when it turns out to be in a bad scheduling spot. They're on the road, and, you know, anything can happen between here and there. Like, Houston... Houston could be a team that just figures it out a little. They have a couple of good receivers now, and like Mills isn't horrible. Like all of a sudden, you're looking at kind of writing some of those Houston games in as wins. You get to the season, be like, "Fuck, we're a, we're a one point favorite on the road here, and we're supposed to be a damn good team." What's what happened? And I mean, shit happens is what happens at the NFL season. Find that oh, every yeah. year. I yeah. bet an alt under two and a half wins for the Bengals last year. <laughs> they won wow. more games than that in the playoffs. <laughs> Yes, my favorite story is that uh, I, I had a basic concept of most of gambling things before I started working at BetSperts, but dutching was something that Andy had to teach me. And the the lesson Andy taught me on dutching involved Bengals uh, all-unders last year. So <laughs> I at least learned what dutching was. I don't think that really went particularly well for Andy, but like, hey, you know, I learned something, so I, I'd consider that a win. 
We didn't pay any VIG, so yeah. whatever. It's, <laughs> I think I think I ended up winning on regular season win totals. The Chiefs one got a little uh, dicey. Like I needed that one law extra loss at the end that finally got home. Yeah. That one was looking good at first, but then they they kind of rattled off some in the middle. I'm trying to think with the oh the Washington, uh, they were still the football team last year. That under was pretty beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the Raiders one I lost. It was like one of those where it's like I went five and four, but most <laughs> of them were at plus, you know, like plus one hundred five, and just I picked up like eight tenths of a unit. It was a pretty good year. I'll take that all day long. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, most of the time, Connor, we do it's you know daily pick show. It's kind of in the dead part of the year. Like Monday, we didn't even do a show. <laughs> got, well, there was no NBA, no NHL. It's like, man, can we really do a show with? like almost no sports today so we did uh we did tell connor to come prepared with a pick it's not for today because he's an nfl guy but he's kind of in the same boat i am i'm just starting my getting my head wrapped around all the schedules the strength of schedule the possible funny scheduling spots um bringing in you know new faces new coaches rookies departures figuring out new schemes and shit like that and i'm it sounds like i'm behind you but you had one you liked today yeah, uh, something that I actually took yesterday and uh, wrote up in our 444 Discord. Uh, the Eagles to win the division, plus 275 at Caesars. Um, I mean, I think that they had the best offseason of any team in the league. They crushed the draft, added, you know, Jordan yeah. Davis and Nicobe Dean, and then obviously traded for like alpha wideout like AJ Brown. I think that he's, you know, one of the best wide receivers in the league. They also signed uh, pass rusher Hassan Reddick in free agency, and then recently just signed cornerback James Bradbury. So, I mean, their defense last year was 25th in DVOA. I expect them to be like t- at least top 15 at this point, uh, and, you know, maybe even top 10 flirt with those numbers. And then now, uh, their offensive line is the top-ranked passing pass-blocking offensive line per Ben Baldwin. Um, their pass catchers, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard. Uh, Jalen Hurts is just very well set up to su- succeed here, and I think that if he doesn't, it would be alarming, uh, and obviously yeah. he'll try and move on. But I, I think that like kind of looking at their schedule too, like they have the second-easiest strength of schedule. They're only underdogs in three of 17 games this year. So, I mean, I think they're in a great spot here. And at plus 275, I mean, I think they should be closer to like plus 175 or plus 150 because Dallas had like a decent amount of drop-off in talent as well, losing Amari Cooper, Randy Gregory to some contract issues. So, yeah, I like them down to like plus 200. That's kind of a team. That's a that's a team we've lumped onto a little too. I think we, we liked them last year, and it just didn't work out. And something you didn't even mention that's going to help is like, we don't know this for sure, but – I'm going to assume they're going to be healthier than last year. Oh yeah. Like they, they weren't, they didn't get talked about in the same way as like chargers teams in the past. And maybe, you know, like the 49ers two years ago or the Ravens last year, but they had a shitload of injuries. Like they got hurt a bunch they had, and there was a bit of a cluster injury here and there where it's like, they're missing several linemen on uh, both sides of the ball. They got hurt in the trenches a couple of times where it's like, they're thin right now. It's hard to win with, uh, you know, missing multiple players from a grouping position, a positional grouping. So yeah, if they stay healthy, they're super live, which I enjoy. It's fun to, I don't cheer against teams just because I hate people, but I I'll cheer against Dallas, you yeah. know, unless unless I've bet on them, I'll cheer against Dallas all day long. I mean, if I bet on Dallas, I'll probably still cheer against them. Uh, where do you come down on Sirianni, coach of the year? If you think if you if, if you have an Eagles to win the division bet, where where do you 
where do you stand on a Sirianni coach of the year? Yeah, I think that that's actually like a great long shot way to put it. It's 25 to one right now at Caesars, 20 to one at DraftKings and and 20 to one at FanDuel, I believe. So it's, you know, I think that anything above like 15 to one is great value because if they win the division, coach of the year is about, you know, not only you have to exceed expectations. uh, And so I think winning the division would kind of do that for the Eagles. And you also have to win uh, 10 plus games. It's like every coach of the year, the last whatever, 20 years outside of Bruce Arians interim season. Uh, have won 10 plus games. So, uh, you know, I think that he fits those two kind of, uh, you know, standpoints there. And I think he's very much live if that happens. So I, I've also played that as well and think that that's kind of like a better long shot way to play this as well. I love a good long shot. I'm such mm-hmm. a donkey. I love a good long I, shot. I just like coaching or I just like awards markets. Uh, <laughs> like when you hit a couple of those, you get addicted yeah. to them. Yeah. Like it is, uh, I had some bad, I've had, and I've had some bad beats over the years. It was, Mac Jones twice now. It was uh, <laughs> Mac, Mac Jones Heisman at like twenty five to one, and then Mac Jones Rookie of the Year at like twenty to one. Uh, like both of those were heading into the final weeks, looking pretty good, and got wide receivered. I'm trying to think what the other bad one was. I've had some coach ones that came close, but no, I'm on you with the Eagles. I'm sure we'll be talking a lot more this year as NFL rolls around. I'm always looking for good, especially since you work here now. It's not even like an ask anymore. It's like, oh, hopefully Connor can make something. Like, no, <laughs> well, I, no, I can, I can, I can go look at Connor's. Well. Like, I can go look at his schedule. I'm gonna go look at his uh, Google <laughs> Google Calendar right now. See if he has time. So I'll be having open office hours. Uh, you know, for talk any bets. So yeah, this yeah, this is great. Great to get some more guys in there. And yeah, Connor's somebody obviously we've talked to before, but it's awesome to have you full ass on the team now. I'll let you get back to your NFL research, golf watching slash whatever else you do on a Thursday. Appreciate you hopping on with us, Connor. Have a good one. Yeah, likewise. Thank you guys for having me on. Talk soon. And we joked about NHL, NBA, but, man, I ain't got no bets for that. Yeah. We're not We're not noobs. We're not mad. <laughs> um, I will say somebody somebody put me on the Tyler Hero prop again, my guy, uh, my guy Darren. So I've just been oh. betting Tyler Hero over two and a half assists at a decent price. If you can find like under one thirty on that, I'll bet that again. That hit there in the go. first, it hit in the first quarter in game one, and uh, we're looking pretty much at the same kind of situation. So I'm fine taking that again. So that is my uh, that is my NBA bet. And then there you go. P- Patrick it. says Avs puck line. So look at that. We have an NBA and an NHL bet. Who would have thought? I love it. Uh, I don't have anything to add to either of those sports today um yeah i mean no no sense of what to expect figure boston a little bit more competitive over four quarters tonight and the hockey who knows just hopefully like fun and a lot of goals like in uh calgary last night yeah i don't know if we're gonna have games like that on the regular that shit was like and i asked i asked twitter because i'm like you know sometimes things i like people people like hardos don't like you know, mm-hmm. there's people who don't like uh, a baseball game with like 30 runs in it. Oh no, it's it's dumb. Like the balls are juiced and the poor pitchers. And I so I asked, and everybody, you know, some respected hockey watchers, handicappers. No, they're like, no, this is awesome. This is fine. <laughs> like I, I can live with this. So that's good. I'm I'm glad fun hockey is still fun to those guys because the other and- game was a snoozer till overtime. Yeah, and whichever of the Kachuk brothers, I think it's Matthew Kachuk who plays for the yep. Flames, taunting 
Evander Kane who had to file for bankruptcy. Yeah. They got into a scrap and he was, do you need some money? Like, yeah. give me give me petty. It's a real rivalry. Like, that's all you can really hope for, for this time of year. And it was great. And I just wish those games were earlier. And I was like, maybe I'm going to throw the third period on here. And then completely fell asleep and woke up. And I was like, well, Calgary won nine to six in a hockey game. And the playoffs is pretty sick. Yeah, that's a lot of damn goals. I know yeah. somebody somebody in one of the chats uh, early on asked, like, should I be looking at an under? Like, is this going to, you know, they switch goalies. And somebody, I think it was Smitty who, you know, we had on the deep dive the other day. He's like, I I wouldn't do that. He's just like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet anything that ends in dur right now. <laughs> yeah. Which was, uh, it turned out to be pretty sage advice because the total at that point was like 10 and a half. Yeah. It uh, it kind of got away from there, so for sure. Um, what are you uh, what are you betting on today, Dan? Um, well, I, it wouldn't be an appearance for me on the show if I wasn't betting some soccer. Uh, big game, a couple of actually big games in the Premier League with uh, with relegation implications today, as both Burnley and Everton are in action today. Uh, Burnley on the road at Aston Villa. Everton playing at home against Crystal Palace today. Everton. Uh, if they win today, they will be officially safe. They'll be four points ahead of Leeds with one game to play, so Leeds won't be able to pass them. So it's a big game for them. And if they don't win this game today, they're going to have to go to Arsenal on Sunday and get a, get a result against a team that is technically still in contention for the Champions League. So this game is massive for Everton. The fans at Goodison Park have been great the past few games for them, really spurring them on. They're also without a couple of guys. They were they got two red cards in their last game against Brentford, so they're down a couple of guys. They have some injury issues, so they're going to be a bit shorthanded. And Crystal Palace is a team that's just been feisty this year. I think it's they've only lost like two games in their last like fourteen or something like that. They're on a four game unbeaten streak. Uh, they're they're a tough team to beat, and they also they're uh, sixth in the Premier League and XG differential. So Crystal Palace is tough. I think they're going to be able to score in this game. And even though Everton's a bit shorthanded, I think they're going to be able to at least get one goal. I have no idea if Everton's going to be able to win this game or what's going to happen, but I would expect both of these teams to score was a little surprised. Both teams to score was plus money at FanDuel. So yeah, I threw a little bit on, on the both teams to score uh, in this game at plus one Oh two. I will also, because I can't resist long shots, uh, Wilfried Zaha player props for Crystal Palace goal scoring. It was, I think, plus 350 anytime, plus 850 first goal scorer. He's in good form, eight goals in his last 12 for Crystal Palace. So uh, six of their last nine road games, both teams have scored, and I think both teams have scored in eight of the last nine games these two teams have played at Everton. So, yeah, I, I have no idea what to expect in this game other than something probably stupid. And I expect to see both teams score. So if I can get a prop at a little bit above plus money or if I can get a little above a plus 100 here at plus 102, I'm going to take it. I'm down. I'm looking at the games that matter to me. I want Brentford to finish top half, even though I didn't bet it. I don't think Leicester loses to Southampton at home. Or maybe is that a road game? Oh, shit, Lester Lester has two games left. Lose uh, Chelsea and Southampton. Probably lose to Chelsea. Southampton likely. Chelsea is on the road. Southampton's at home. It's yeah. It's still. However, you probably get three points out of this. Those two. Brentford only has one match left, and needs one of those two teams to lose. Brentford likely beats Leeds. Mm -hmm. Um. 
need Leicester or Brighton to drop a game. And it's probably going to be Brighton. Brighton is only has one match left, and it's against the Hammers uh, on the road. So that's probably my look is Brentford. Maybe I'll parlay that just to – so I, it'll probably pay the same goddamn odds as if I would have bet him to finish in the top half. If I parlay Brentford straight up to, you know, get the three points and then uh, Hammers as well. Yeah, for Leicester, Southampton – has been kind of in vacation mode. The only time that they play well is when they play good teams. Like they really pushed Liverpool the other day and they beat Arsenal, but like they, I wrote about it for, for our, our betting for one of our sites. And it was like, they've, they've lost like it's now eight of 11 games or something like that. Like Southampton is definitely like they got, they got safety and they were like, we're done. We're good. We're not going to go to the Europa league or anything like that. We're not going to get relegated. We're just going to take vacation early. So if you need Leicester to drop that game, probably not uh, not super hopeful that that's going to happen. But Leicester's been really bad defensively lately, so who knows? I like the teams that are just like fine being in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah there's nothing is, wrong with that. Newcastle, where... Newcastle never really threatened to be relegated this year, and the way that, that things have gone for them the last several years, totally fine with that. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, yeah I'd love to finish thirteenth. That's great. <laughs> um, little whoever golf. Little golf for me. Um, not a lot of my golf has started. Apparently, a lot of my bets were in the afternoon. Um, actually, I got some full matchups that haven't started yet. My one full tournament matchup that has started is up by two strokes because Sepp Straka hasn't started and screwed it up yet. So Matt oh. Jones, plus two through eight, losing to Straka. <laughs> then I have two matchups that went off. They're both about, you know, a little over halfway done. Kirk over Horsefield up by two, and then Mito over Carlos Ortiz. He's up uh, up four strokes now, and now that's nice. He yeah. took a little bit of a lead. Carlos um, Ortiz, was, I think, dead last earlier at one point today. I think the uh, yeah he, he started he started a little uh, started a little rough. None of my outrights are above par, ex- or below par, except the leader. Yeah, McElroy. So I do have a Rory ticket. Uh, the rest of them are either plus one or plus two. And Cam Smith, Jordan Spieth, Hideki, and Samuel L. Burns. Uh, those little first round leader tickles that aren't going to do much of anything. But yeah. uh, uh, today, the rest of the ones, I'll give you some freebies. These went out in the Slack yesterday. I'll even tell you where I bet these, just if, if I pull up the, the right tracking sheet here. So. Off the top, Shane Lowry, guy I love. I almost bet him outright. Brooks Kepka, I talked about him on a couple podcasts. He is not, he hasn't putt well, and some of his approach stuff is shit. He hasn't hit greens and regulations like he normally does, but uh, it, it's a name. He's a really big name, and he gets some respect. Even so, Lowry is a minus 127 favorite. And I make it a lot bigger than that. So Shane Lowry over Brooks Kepka. That was one that was available at BetOnline slash Lovig. In fact, I think it was a bookmaker as well. Um, none of these, the best price was at bookmaker for the most part. The ones that were at both, which made me feel nice. Another one, uh, Corey Connors, somebody I really like here with the ball striking over Kokrak, who is one foot in the desert at this point. And just, I mean, more than that, I just, Corey Connors, I have him much, much better ball striker right now and his all-around game as far as course fit. So minus 129 there. Uh, Cam Champ as a dog to Webb Simpson was a little puzzling. Webb Simpson kind of fought some injuries. He hasn't played all that well this year. Getting uh, getting Cam Champ in a dog price felt pretty good. 
That was plus 103. That one and the Corey Connors ones I did bet at Bet Chris slash Bookmaker. And then my guy, the happiest guy on tour, Harold Varner the third, laying a half stroke over. Uh, again, he, he's one of those, like, he accidentally is getting invited to the cool kids party. <laughs> like, he might go to the desert. Ricky Fowler, he top 10 last year. He somehow. might not have a choice. Yeah, he, he's he's ranked like 150th in the goddamn world. He's only here because he had a good result last year. He locked himself into a top 10 here. Hasn't really had top 10s anywhere else. So he is in the field, and he's another one where it's like he's a recognizable name, but he's not playing very well. Yeah. And uh, AD, Dave C says, damn on the cock. I don't know if that means he likes cock, coke. <laughs> I, I, we always call him cock rack. Yes. If he likes the coke, well, that's not good either, too. That's the drugs. Yeah, there's really not a good. We have to, let's call him Jason. Jay. Jason, I mean, but that's a killer from a movie. Yeah. Just uh, nothing good about this guy's name, and hopefully nothing good about his golf game today Man. either because Corey Connors, I heart Corey Connors, getting it done, hopefully. It's going to be interesting, though. Like I said, I'm giving these out because they're afternoon tea times. It could get pretty windy for the end of some of these rounds. So I'm a little – I'm not super excited about betting a lot of these. Hopefully just uh, – yeah. I should go look at apexes and see ball flights and see if I can bet on some guys in the afternoon mm-hmm. who hit a little lower. I know uh, I wasn't excited about Matsuyama's ball flight with the wind. Mm-hmm. He does have a de- decent tee time, but uh, yeah, we will uh, we'll soldier on. Hopefully Rory starting hot yeah. leads to a win. He never, never, never starts hot. Never starts well in a major anymore. Yeah, he has won his... one for a long time. Five years, I think. Since he last won one? Yeah, it's at least eight eight years, twenty fourteen, and since since he last won the PGA in twenty fourteen, he has thirty five over par on Thursday and sixty eight under par on in rounds two through four. <laughs> but uh, but AD and in one of the Slack uh, chat or one of the discords now, excuse me, AD yes, made a good Discord. point that like when was the last time Rory was wasn't a million shots back in rounds two through four? Pretty easy to play, loose and free. And another stat for you that I thought was really funny today: you talked about Cam Smith. Uh, Will Zalatoris first in strokes gained putting so far, and Cam Smith seventy first out of seventy eight guys on the golf course uh, in strokes gained putting. If you ever wondered, like, why you should, probably should never bet on golf? Yeah, it's man, it's like the it's like the first half team that shoots like nine of twelve from three, and then Drew puts a tweet out that says this is totally sustainable. <laughs> just like the like Zal putting, and it is slower bent grass. It's fine. Like yeah. it is going to be easier for some of the guys who aren't great at putting. But I don't know. Have have fun. Yeah. Have fun trying to keep that up for four rounds, Mister exactly. Zal. And I like the guy. Yeah. I just don't. I don't have an outright on him, so I don't want him to do that well. Exactly. I'm with you. And with that, let's. Uh, thanks for stepping in today, Dan. Noops will be it. back tomorrow. We'll talk some heavy NBA stuff, and. Uh, Man, man team horse man team uh, i don't know if i'm ever betting horses again <laughs> and uh yeah saban's going on xm radio here in uh in at 4 30 that might be worth listening to today. yeah so yeah. all right we'll catch you guys tomorrow have a good first round of the pga chip